Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like when the tailgate party shows up at your house after the big win. Everything's great until the hot plate gets too hot for the tablecloth. Now your kitchen's up in smoke. And if you don't have the right home insurance coverage, the cost to fix this could sideline your savings. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Not available in every state based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Welcome to Fitness Disrupted, a production of iHeartRadio. Welcome to Fitness Disrupted. I am Tom Holland. Let's talk about sports nutrition for young athletes. So this is for all you parents out there who have kids who play sports, and that can be recreational sports to the extreme travel sports so many kids are playing sports at pretty high levels now. Uh, they're specializing. So this is a show for all you parents who are wondering how to optimally fuel your young athlete. And that's hydration. That's nutrition. And I get these questions almost every day. I have two boys right now at ages uh, 10 and 13. They both play a, a bunch of sports. Uh, their main sport, however, is uh, for both of them is travel hockey. We travel like crazy. They play like crazy. Uh, a, a ridiculous amount, in my opinion and experience. Uh, we're in Canada, all those kind of things. So they play a lot. They practice a lot. And I am on top of their nutritional strategies. And I get the questions from the other parents quite often about what I'm doing, about what they should do. And this is tricky. Like all my shows on Fitness Disrupted, pretty much, these are, these are tough subjects because, quite honestly, parents get defensive. And my goodness, if parents and adults in general don't quite understand nutrition at all, how are they possibly going to understand it and do it well for their kids when it comes to sports especially? So this is a really interesting show for me because of that, because, listen, most people don't know the first thing about nutrition to begin with, which is why I've done so many shows on that. Uh, I started a second master's degree many years ago in nutrition, and I stopped. I'd already had the, the first in exercise science and sports psychology. I really wanted the nutrition. And when I, I, I did a couple classes, and I stopped because I was like, I'm not going to be a nutritionist. What I basically want are the basics. So I got the sports nutritionist uh, certification, and that has served me really well. 
98% of what I need to know, I got through that. And I'm going to have a guest on who specializes. She is a registered dietitian, nutritionist, sports nutrition, and a fitness coach. So this is what she does exclusively pretty much for a living. And I will talk much more about her when I bring her on. All right. But this is important. And our kids, you know, obesity, whole separate topic, but... I've talked about how my why with fitness and just being healthy has changed over the years as, as I'm now a father and turned 50. It's changed from the vanity and all that kind of stuff to sanity, living longer, feeling better, and being a great role model for my kids. And so I'm very excited for this show. And I do all of these things for my kids every day the breakfast we're going to talk about, the refueling after exercise for the kids. It's challenging for many parents, right? Because kids can be picky and we will talk about that. But there's nothing that makes me happier to start the day than knowing my kids have left for school fueled for the day. And we'll talk about all that. All right. So super important. And once again, I tackle the topics on this show that get people angry (laughs) and get people defensive, but that's my job. I could tell you what you want to hear, or I could get you results. And this is all based on science. And that's why I have this specific guest on. I've said it many times. I will never have on someone I don't believe in 100%. I've had many people reach out to me to be on the show. Absolutely not for many of them because I don't agree and because they're not based in science. And if that's not the case, they're not going to be on this show. So you can darn well know that if I have a guest on, (laughs) in my opinion, they are really good at what they do. And it's based in science. Okay. We're not going to bore you with it, but we come from that, my next guest and I, and we are going to help you optimally fuel your youth athlete for their sports and life. And let me leave you with that before we go to the break and I bring her on. (laughs) What's so amazing? And I I did, I've written one sports nutrition book for triathlon. And it was one of the hardest books to write and the easiest at the same time, because the way you fuel your sports is the way you should fuel your life. You know, what are you training for? You're training for life. So yes, this show is about sports nutrition for youth athletes and how to optimally fuel your child, your adolescent, your teenager. But at the end of the day, The tips we're going to give you applies to your kid if he doesn't even play sports and yourself in general. It's about healthy eating and optimal nutrition and hydration. But there's some things we do a little bit differently or a little more because we're sweating it out or we're burning it off. So we'll talk about that. All right, enough. Uh, When we come back, I'm going to be with an amazing guest. Bring her on. uh, And I'm not even going to tell you who it is. Not until you're going to have to wait. All right. When we come back, registered dietitian, nutritionist, and fitness coach. We will be right back. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. 
Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Apple Card is the perfect cashback rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple. 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City branch. Subject to credit approval. Terms apply. All right, we are back. Uh... I say it every time I have a guest on because I only have the best guests on and I could not be more excited as I said in the (laughs) intro, right? Uh, I have Wendy Earlbeck uh, and it's very interesting. So this is new to me. Well, let me read her bio and then. So she is, uh, has a master's degree. Uh, She's a registered dietitian, nutritionist, and fitness coach. Uh, She utilizes evidence-based science and that's what we're about here on this show, right? And it's why I have her on to tailor nutrition programs for athletes to optimize performance, minimize health risks, and enhance recovery from training while focusing on injury prevention. And we talk about that on the show all the time, right? Maximize results, minimize your chance of injury. Uh, Wendy partners with parents, sports performance staff, colleges, special needs, and recreational athletes to offer nutritional guidance and optimal athletic performance and lifestyle plans. Wendy is based in East Lansing, Michigan, and is the founder of Nutrition with Wendy LLC. Wendy, thanks so much for being on the show. Thank you so much for having me, Tom. I'm very excited and I feel very blessed that you've invited me on. Uh, and thank you. Listen, uh, this is the interesting thing about Wendy and and my new relationship. So many of the guests I've had on are people I've read books or I know personally, you know, been in the industry a long time. Wendy is different. Wendy, I connected through Twitter and I just watched day in and day out what she would tweet and the advice. And to be honest, like I agreed with 100%, which is why I think she's so smart. No, but, um, but that's the oh, thing. Goodness. Yeah, no, but you know what? And, and we just talked really quickly before we started to record about our philosophies and they're very aligned. Like we want the best for all of you listening, but we don't want to listen. These are touchy subjects. That's what I said in the intro. This is fueling our children and parents can get really defensive and just know before we start that let it all go that Wendy and I want the best for your kids, right? We're not, and, and we talked about, we could come across really smart and we could give you second, third level stuff as I talked about on a previous show, but we're not going to. So Wendy, you deal with this. I see, I mean, you just finished up, um, weren't you at a college recently given a lecture? Is that what I saw? Yes. I was at Aquinas College um, talking to men's basketball. Great, awesome. great staff and great team out there. Awesome. And that's what uh, what I love about Wendy in doing my research on her, why I brought her on. So 
she looks the part <laughs> to be totally go, go to uh, nutrition with Wendy. And that's important, right? They talked about trainers and nutritionists. Like, listen, we better be, in my opinion, hopefully the, the embodiment of what we are talking about. We, we need to walk the walk and run the run. So, you know, she's got everything going for uh, nutrition with Wendy. And by the way, it's with an I, Wendy with an I.com, nutrition with Wendy.com. Go check it out. Um, yeah. And so let's get right into it, Wendy. Uh, you know, these podcasts, people want takeaway advice as quickly as possible. Uh, I told you I have like two young boys, so I'm, I'm in the middle of this right now. What are the top mistakes you see that parents are making with children when it comes to fueling? And with children, we're going to say from like 10 to 18, uh, fueling them for sports. Excellent. Yeah. So parents are obviously very busy people. They, they work full-time jobs. They have a lot of volunteer things going on. They're parents. Um, I always like to compliment the fact that they're doing a lot of awesome things, but um, as far as nutritionally, really narrowing down some of those priorities, oftentimes I find that parents have their priorities uh, misaligned when it comes to fueling their adolescent athletes. So specifically talking about the fundamentals and that being breakfast. So a lot of parents, unfortunately, come to me and they're like, my child isn't eating enough. You know, he's losing weight. His performance is starting to decline. You know, what, what can I do? And I ask, okay, you know, walk me through your day. And they say, well, they eat their first meal, you know, around 11 o'clock at school. I'm like, wait a second, you know, what about breakfast? And they're like, ah, my kid, you know, they just don't like breakfast. It's like, okay, well, we need to really talk about that and have a conversation because that's the fundamental right there is getting fuel in their body right away. And when I say priorities misaligned, it's the parent is so quick to always say, let's throw in a protein supplement or a weight gainer when it's like, wait a second, why aren't we eating breakfast? So if we're going to take the time to, you know, figure out how to correct this, you know, deficiency in their performance or energy levels, let's get back to the basics here. And that starts with breakfast. So planning out those meals and making sure that their kid has something in their hand, in their backpack, ready to go if they're not sitting down and eating. Um, a lot of athletes that I work with have training before school. So really having your priorities aligned up, I need to plan ahead. I need to go to the grocery store. I need to plan out, you know, what are my staple foods for breakfast on the go so they can have, you know, a string cheese, a hard-boiled egg, a banana on the way to the rink. And then after, before they go to school, they have, you know, an egg cheese bagel sandwich, something that's going to provide them with, you know, at least 20 to 30 grams of protein and then 25 to 50 grams of carbohydrate at a minimum, depending on how long that training session is. I love it. And and I talked about that in the intro, Wendy, and let's just go right there because it came out recently. Dr. Oz, Dr. Oz, we love Dr. Uh. Oz. <laughs> I saw you and I both <laughs> tweeted this out, I think, right? And, and doc, uh, um, Br- Brad Schoenfeld, <laughs> I had on the show, uh, he talked about, so what did Dr. Oz tell the people what he said on about breakfast recently? That it's kind of well, optional, right? I mean, that was the takeaway. I mean, yeah, canceling breakfast. I mean, you know, I, I always try to be so respectful. I mean, he is a, a medical doctor, if you will. He's earned his, his licensure and he has his credentials. And um, I, I have this term, you know, swimming in our own lane, but I... You know, I always try to keep it positive, but I disagree with him. Let's just say that. I have a different <laughs> you are so Midwest. All right. I, the more I get to know you, I'm going to turn. So what Wendy is saying, because she's so nice, but yeah. this is your lane, Wendy, <laughs> and I get it. And and again, that's why I love Wendy as a guest. So I am 100% aligned with Wendy. And what I said in the intro, Wendy, is uh, for my two boys, and I did it this I do it every night. I actually set up their breakfast, most of it before, because I'm up early, super early, and they both get eggs in the morning. They don't like the yolks. I mean, but suffice it to say, when they walk out the door, I have front loaded their day 
And it makes me so happy to know that that's how they start every day, not just physically, but mentally. We could go into that. It's a whole nother show, right? But breakfast, 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 people. And that's not adults. And it's not about weight loss. We're talking about fueling your body and your mind, right? Absolutely. And that's why you cannot cancel breakfast. And breakfast is so important, again, because most of those kids, I mean, most kids these days, they don't eat a ton at dinner and especially if they're training a lot like your kids too right. you know if they didn't have a evening snack they've gone you know 12 to 16 hours without anything and they have bones and tissues that they're currently building right in their young age so we need to make sure that we get great nutrition in the body right away so we can not only support those metabolic processes but also support their cognition their their focus their learning their concentration um, and especially if they're athletes that additional performance that, you know, that they're going to participate in later in the day. And you alluded to it earlier. And I think when I uh, shot you the email about what we're going to talk about, I talked about, you know, so much of the misconceptions when it comes to Let's go right carbs and protein. So I have people that will tell me again about my sons like, oh, or their son needs more protein before a hockey game for more energy. And I'm like, okay, you don't understand (laughs) what protein does and what carbs do. So carbs are energy. Carbs are not bad for you. And protein is for muscle recovery and, and some other processes, as you were saying. So explain to people like what you just said about, let's talk about the ratio, right? So basically after or after performance, practice, game, whatever, what should they generally do? How should they kind of structure what they take in? So I want to back up just briefly here to talk about uh, carbs, just because, you know, as we learned early, you know, we can't just assume uh, that people know. But I think it's a great reminder because of people like Dr. Oz and other professionals that might um, confuse people about carbohydrates. So carbohydrates are one of the most important sources of energy for athletic performance. I mean, you know that. Um, But just speaking to parents, you know, when they say, well, my kid needs more protein to optimize his energy. Well, that's not true, uh, maybe, but unlikely. So making sure that you have enough carbohydrates in the system, right? Because that drives performance. That produces, you know, our high energy source of ATP, so driving muscle contraction and focus. And if there isn't sufficient carbohydrates in the diet, that's when you're going to start to see that decline in energy. Our blood glucose levels are going to drop. And that's not good, too, because that is putting us at a risk for uh, a magnitude of things, you know, first being... The, the performance is going to decline. So if that's your whole goal, parents need to understand that if you increase protein too much, you then um, put yourself or your, excuse me, your child at risk for not having enough carbohydrates because they're going to be so full from all the protein that they'll be missing out on that high energy source of carbs, which is what is going to be predominantly the foundation for their energy. Um, so I just like to really drive home that point that carbs are not you know the devil. We need that quick sugar, especially you know, if you're hockey players in between periods, a little bit of grapes, um, some watermelon, something like that, that quick sugar is good. It's not bad. We need that quick source of glucose to drive performance. And we'll take it one step further. Uh, so they're slow releasing carbohydrate and quicker releasing. And what Wendy just said is, it's like when I do an Ironman or a marathon or something like that, I'm going to take in, people know them as goose. It's a, <laughs> it's a brand name, but it's any gel type. So you want a quicker sugar available quicker. And pre-performance, we'll, we'll go there as well, practice uh, games, maybe a slower releasing. You can even have a quicker releasing right before. But that's the difference, Wendy, right? Is there are complex mm-hmm. carbohydrates and there's simple carbohydrates carbohydrates, right? And there's a time and a place for both. That's correct. And I always like to, you know, if there's, you know, of course, parents listening to this, you know, not make it too complex and mean like, I can't remember if that's simple or complex. The most important thing that, you know, we could start by saying is 
obviously the fundamentals. Breakfast is really important, making sure that you're having a carbohydrate at breakfast, a carbohydrate at lunch, a carbohydrate at dinner, and then carb and protein, you know, at your snacks too. Um, and, you know, according to the Institute of Medicine, we know 45 to 65% of a young athlete's diet needs to contain carbohydrates. So just keeping that perspective in mind, because I do have parents that come to me and they're like, I heard that, you know, you should do lower carbs and higher protein. So I just want to really point that out because those recommendations are established for very good reasons. So for example, you know, if you have a 14-year-old female athlete, she should consume, you know, around two to four, excuse me, two to 2,400 calories per day. So if we do some quick math, about 45% of that being 225 to uh, 270, you know, if you're on the lower end of carbs, and that's at the minimum end. The higher end would be 325 to 390. So if your athlete is tracking, that's nice to know. But again, going back to the the my plate, the performance plate uh, created by the CPSDA, it's really, really great, or the IOC. Um, again, it shows that that plate, a quarter of it might be carbohydrate or half of that plate might be carbohydrate, depending upon how much training is going on on those higher training days. Or if you have an athlete that is struggling to maintain their weight, you want to increase the amount of carbohydrate on that plate. And again, focusing on those quality whole grains, you know, pasta, rice, tortillas, bread, oatmeal, low-fat dairy, fruits, and then starchy vegetables, you know, sweet potatoes, regular potatoes. Um, I I always like to try and keep it simple because I know it can get confusing. And I'm actually uh, writing another article on fueling for optimal performance where I lay out some of the carbohydrate protein recommendations to talk about, you know, just the basics of them, the key takeaways. Um, I I don't want to steal your your thunder here. So you um, proceed with your next question. No, this is about you. I I don't interrupt. (laughs) That's, that's why I have you on. This is awesome. And uh, I love the way you simplify because that's again, Occam's razor. I had someone, Wendy, who commented, I probably had done two shows at the time, but his comment after (laughs) on one of the podcast sites was stop saying Occam's razor. And I'm like, no, (laughs) because it's true. (laughs) It's the simple. And I had on Matt Fitzgerald, I'm sure you're familiar with amazing uh, Mm -hmm. sports nutrition and and has written so many books in the diet cult, one of my favorite ones. And we talked about all this and we talked about specifically like, you know, the, the high fat thing now for endurance athletes. And he's like, and he, He's an amazing endurance athlete, uh, even, and he's not young, but we talked about how, listen, it's about carbs first. <laughs> you know, why are you trying to yeah. make it car complex? Why are you trying to go? Ke- so everybody out there, again, this is what Wendy believes. This is what I believe. This is the science. Carbohydrates, the body's preferred energy source. Protein, I love Wendy, and again, topic for another day, but, you know, the bodybuilders, and I did some of that way back when, who say like, oh, I only do 10 minutes of cardio because I don't want to burn my muscle. And I'm like, yeah, don't worry about it. <laughs> I've been doing Ironmans yeah. forever and I can't lose the muscle, right? If you eat protein, if you lift weights, you'll be fine. Don't worry. You just don't like to do cardio. Let's be honest. Um, so no, I love what you're saying. And let's, let's go pre, I, I kind of went after. So you got a kid, you got a parent who says to you, I've got a 13 year old girl playing soccer. What should I feed her before? And we should say there's so many options, right? But what's the framework you would say to her? You already kind of gave some, but what are some of the options you'd give them? What's good pre-game, pre-workout um, snacks for kids? So I always say it, it depends, um, but the timing matters too. So before, you know, of course, we never want to do anything new on game day, but practice, you know, so a pre-practice meal. So if you're about two to three hours out, you want to have a, a, a bit of a lighter meal, um, 30 to 40 grams of carbohydrates and protein. So a good example might be, you know, a turkey, tuna, chicken breast sandwich, um, you know, of course, whole grain bread, a fruit, have some veggie with that. And then that hour 
hour and a half to two hours. Again, I always say it depends because I have some athletes that have iron stomachs and they're like, nope, I'm good. 45 minutes out, I can literally eat a full meal. So that's why it's really good for your child to experiment with things on practice days to see, you know, what they can tolerate. So I say that because I encourage people to do that because you really need to play around with the foods that make you feel the best. And that looks differently for everybody. So just because, you know, I'm saying these are some great examples, that doesn't mean that that's going to work for your child because what if they don't like tuna, right? So we got to make sure that we understand that it's always a protein and carbohydrate source. So um, I always say too, you know, if you can't tolerate a lot, uh, pretzels are a really great thing to have about 30 to 45 minutes out or even some grapes because those are um, very rapidly absorbed. They're quick digesting. The biggest thing is you want to avoid high fiber, high fat foods before practice because again, it, it takes a lot more time to break those things down and then you know, thus releasing glucose into the system to drive that muscle contraction. You want things that are going to work well for you. So um, another couple of quick examples, you know, apple, some turkey slices. I really love yogurt parfaits with oats. These overnight oats recipes have really blown up over the last few years, you know, in mason jars. And those can be really great things. It's just making sure that you keep the portion within reason. Because again, if you're going to have that you know, an hour, hour and a half before your practice, you know, so for example, eight ounces of yogurt, six to eight ounces, depending upon if you're a male or female with some fruit and then some whole grain granola can be an excellent pre-practice meal. I love that you said, and by the way, everyone should take this to heart. When you have a fitness nutrition person who says to you, it depends, you need to follow that person because it's so rare, Wendy, right? And I'm the same, it depends. The hardest book, I've written a couple, the hardest one for me to write was my sports nutrition for triathlon because you want to, oh, and I, you pretty much open up the book, you go, it depends. And as you said, like my stomach is, is I can pretty much eat anything. I've traveled the world. I've, I've had to, I had no choice in like China when my sports nutrition got confiscated. So it, it depends. And that's what Wendy's saying, but- and, and you need to experiment. And I've had so many people, Wendy, over the years, they'll say to me, oh, I was doing really well in my marathon until I drank the orange Gatorade and that ruined it for me, the orange. And I'm like, maybe it was because you're at mile 20 and maybe it was because it was 80 degrees. Maybe it wasn't the orange Gatorade. So what's Wendy saying is, is so much of this is trial and error. And that's why keeping a log, which I highly recommend if you're truly into your kids and sports and stuff, keep a log in. And just because that oatmeal didn't work the first time doesn't mean it's not going to work the second or third. So it is so much trial and error. There's no uh, the etiology of, of things that happen. You know, you have to find what works for your child. And that could be if you have three kids, it could be totally different for all three. Right, Wendy? And, and what works for one it might be totally different and, and the opposite for another. That's absolutely correct, Tom. You're hitting so many great things and you're you're right. You know, we do agree in the same things and those are, you know, very science-based too, right? These are not, I always like to preface to people, it's not because I think that carbohydrates and protein, you know, an hour and a half hour are great things. That's what the research supports to sustain, you know, high intensity training and support energy levels. Um, I also just wanted to touch on something that you said about um, how you said a lot of great things. I was trying to make a note as you were talking but just with, yes, traveling all over and finding what works. I think also, you know, like I, your first question was, you know, the, the mistakes that parents might make. And I think that step two, or excuse me, the second thing that I would say is parents are over complicating things. So if we get back to the basics, right, with breakfast, lunch, and dinner and snacks in between, um, I say that because 
most parents will say, what can my child eat before their game? You know, they have this big game coming up or this championship game. And it's like, well, everything that they've been doing consistently, that's what matters. What wins games is the consistency of all meals. And although breakfast is very important, all meals matter. And that's really something that I'm really, really trying to drive home for people is that there is no magic meal. There's no magic supplement. There's no special food that is going to optimize your performance. It's the basics executed at a very high level over time is what's going to win games and build a stronger, healthier athlete. And let's also take it a step further and say, your student athlete is unlikely going to be an athlete forever. So we need to teach them the appropriate ways to eat and to fuel their body, not just for athletic performance, but for general health. And making sure that they understand that it's good for them to have fruits and vegetables in their diet because those things provide micronutrients. They're great for heart health. Um, it's really important that we have antioxidants in our system. All of those things are beyond athletic performance. So it, it's truly keeping all of those things top of mind and not overcomplicating it in that we need to just do the basics. And if we're taking care of the basics each and every day, we don't have to worry about magic meals. We plan ahead. We have our, our healthy snacks. Another thing too is eating on the road, making sure that you know you're packing really great staple foods, and that's something I always like to tell people. You know, extra water, your fruits and veggies, your nut butters, you know, trail mix. Um, I feel very indifferent about dried fruit. A lot of people really love it. Um, I think it can be a great quick fuel for people, but I also like to point out that you know it's dried out, so it's been stripped of all of its nutrients essentially. So it's kind of just quick sugar. So don't rely on that to be the same thing as consuming you know a, an apple or your blueberries. We're so on the same page that uh, in the couple minute intro, Wendy, I said, <laughs> I, seriously, because I said the advice you're going to get about fueling your child, uh, youth athlete is going to be the same thing that they do for life and that you should do, you know, because at the end of the day, it's what you just said. We want to eat healthy, period, right? So we may change the amount of carbohydrate we take in and the timing, but to abuse that phrase at the end of the day, it's about eating healthy, you know, and, and, and I said in the intro, we're training for life. I love that when people say, what are you training for? For me, I go, I'm training to be healthy. And I might do some races in between then, but, but I'm, I eat pretty much the same way. And when do you, you know, I actually gained more muscle when I'm not doing an endurance race and I'll lose it for the race. And people will inevitably say, and I'll lose it pretty quickly. So I'll stop doing upper body exercises as much, decrease the protein, decrease the carbs a little bit and increase the exercise. But inevitably they'll say, oh my gosh, how did you lose the weight so quickly? Or how'd you lose the weight? And I say, I'm doing this crazy new thing. I'm eating less and I'm exercising more. But then, but it, I don't change what I eat. I change the amounts of what I take in and the amount that I, that I expend. So I love that you said that. And, and at the end of the day, again, it's to teach the kids the healthy habits, as you said, right? Because most kids aren't going to go to the NHL or the NBA, and we don't want the eating issues that you and I have seen. Oh, my gosh, don't even want to get into those with the kids, right? We want healthy eating habits at the end of the day. That's correct. Absolutely. Couldn't agree more. Yeah. And it's, um, so I, we, we have touched on and given people, so the carbohydrates. So what I always say, Wendy, when I sit down to eat, I think, what's my carbohydrate? What's my protein? Right. And uh, I, then healthy fats, if, if we get to that third one, but what you said about, um, complicating it, it's like, people will say to me, what's the, what, what type of protein? What's the best protein? I'll go, why don't you just eat enough protein? And then we'll go to the second level. <laughs> Once you establish the yeah. habit, right? That what's the best water? And would, again, I go with all these, water. just get in, get in the ounces of water. Right. And I call that second level stuff is getting to the specifics. But Wendy, what Wendy just said, and the term I use, Wendy is excessive moderation. You know, I don't do 
uh, a lot of anything, a little bit. I do a little bit of everything, a lot. And that's kind of what you're referring to when it comes to nutrition. Get those good habits because what you eat on game day, if you haven't done it throughout the year, it's not going to make a bit of difference. That is correct. Absolutely. And I like what you said about like just understanding, you know, protein and like when people are like, what, what's the best one? It's like, well, you're not even eating enough of it. So let's just start there. I love that you said that because that's so true. It's like they want to know the best and they want to understand, you know, if you even try to explain to them, well, you're not eating you know, X and we're not going to get Y, right? So I really love that you said that. So talking more about just the basics always, we agree 100%. And, and keeping it simple, I'm getting ready. I have to go to Canada, do a bunch of TV this weekend. And I say, Wendy, I approach it like an Ironman. I'm literally going to be doing nine hours of live TV on and off every other hour. It's crazy, but I fuel it and I prepare what you just said, right? So I have a shake bottle with protein uh, packets. I bring oatmeal in a huge bag because if I can't get to it, I know I have it. And in the hotel room, I will use the coffee maker for the hot water. So it's thinking ahead of time and having it in case you need it. And let's just go there real quickly because you're alluding to it too. A huge thing with nutrition and athletes, it's the mental side, right? It's going into the event knowing that that pre-race meal you've had every time, you've had every time. So it boosts your psychological performance as well when you control what you can, right? And people don't realize that when it comes to food. It's all connected. Absolutely. Controlling your controllables. And um, I was a college pitcher myself. So I think any athlete can relate to this as we all have our routines, right? Of If you don't do, if you don't tie your left shoe before your right shoe, I know it sounds silly, but I had a certain structure to my routine leading up to the time that I got on the mound. And that if I didn't carry out all of those things in the same pattern that I had done the previous game and just like practice, I didn't feel confident and I didn't feel focused on the mound. So I think approaching our, our nutrition in the same way, because that's going to lead to us focusing on our event, right? So especially, you know, when you're focusing on the 10 to 18 year old athlete, you have all these pressures, you know, you have school, you have grades. Maybe you're thinking about playing at the next level. You have your parents, you know, asking for these things. You have chores, um, maybe have a job, all of these things going on. So if we can control other aspects of what we can actually control, because we can't control some of those other things, but we can control the foods we're putting in our body. So setting it up for success and knowing that we're planning ahead, having a high quality breakfast, you know, even if it's just a half a bagel with some peanut butter on the way out, knowing that we had something ready to go in our backpack. Um, it's going to take away from the rest of our day, right? So I only say that just because if we're stressing about where we're going to eat or where the next meal is going to come, that's going to take our focus away from the things that we need to really focus on. So planning ahead is just such a staple. I can't say that enough. It's better to have extra granola bars or protein bars or apples and bananas in your locker or backpack um, than to not have any. So I tell you know a lot of athletes too, put oatmeal packets in your locker at school put granola bars in there, have, you know, RX bars are really great to have. A lot of my kids like that. So just something that you know that you have too, if you ever are in a bind, you've already planned ahead so that you don't get stressed out and then you don't panic and you don't lose that focus on the things that truly matter. Exactly. And food is fuel. You know, people don't, I think, accept that, understand that enough, you know, especially... When food is, is plentiful and people then go on these crazy diets, again, topic for another day. But when we're talking about fueling our brains and our bodies, we, we make it too complicated. It is about consistency. I love keeping it simple, you know, and 
listen, the people who studies show generally lose weight, keep it off, maintain it, generally tend to eat the same thing. And we want as varied a diet as possible. But that being said, when you find something that works, I basically, you know, will eat the same breakfast for three months until, you know, I'm totally bored with it. And then I'll eat another same breakfast for three months. But it's controlling the way Wendy just said, because then you know, again, what works for you, how many calories, are you going to gain weight on that? So let's go there as we kind of wrap this up, Wendy. I talk about one of my boys, you know, I used to, when he was a baby, I used to like be, um, have hard boiled eggs and I'd be peeling them. He'd be on my lap. And maybe like the 20th time I did it with him on my lap, he said, can I have some? <laughs> you know, he's probably like four Aww. and it was so cute. But like, Cute. yeah. And, and as all of a sudden he liked the eggs and then he, you know, so when people talk about their kids, every kid, everyone's a picky eater, right? But just keep introducing other foods. There's so many healthy options is what I want to say that when your kid says he doesn't like breakfast, First of all, my kid is not leaving the house without it, but we're going to find what they like. There are too many options, so don't give up and keep trying to – and keep reintroducing foods over time. They, they may suddenly like it because that's what studies show. Absolutely. And um, gosh, I, I think her name is Ellen Satter. It's E-L-L-Y e, – uh, excuse me, E-L-L-Y-N Satter. She's a dietitian. I'm just bringing her up because – I always tell parents that just because your child doesn't like this food once doesn't mean that they won't like it maybe the third, fourth, fifth time. And she wrote a great book about putting a variety of different foods in front of your child and giving them the opportunity to try several. And in her book, she talks about, you know, just leaving it up to them, have them sit at the table and just try literally a little bit of blueberry, a little bit of raspberry, maybe some egg, maybe some oatmeal, all of those things, give them the opportunity to choose. And I can't recall if somebody can maybe quote me on this, um, but 16 to 23 times on average for people to actually identify if they truly like or dislike a food. It takes that many times of trying it to really know. And your taste buds can change over time. So again, if you don't like something now, you might like it later. And maybe if it's prepared in a different way, maybe if it's not as dry or if it has more moisture, just like vegetables. So many kids say that they hate vegetables. But the thing is, they haven't been prepared in a way that the child likes the vegetable. So, you know, adding a little bit of cheese, which is great. And that's why I kind of dislike some of the societal things out there about, well, cheese is bad. You know, dairy is bad. It's going to make you gain weight. And that's not true. It's a great source of calcium, vitamin D, protein, um, all of those things. And it's a great flavor enhancer too. And it adds great nutrition. And if it helps a child eat broccoli, load it up. I, I think that, you know, people really just need to understand that a child, just like an adult, you know, we don't want to always go to work, but we understand we have to go to work because we have to pay our bills. So it's really creating that discipline and that structure of, okay, I really want to achieve this goal. And I understand that this is part of the process. So if it requires me to try new foods, then I'm going to try them and see what works well for me because I truly care about achieving this goal. So always putting it back on them is something that I found has worked um, in my practice. Yeah. And I found with my boys, again, using them as just, you know, real world examples when they would come, I'm fortunate I leave the office, get them off the bus. And I would say, especially the older one, are you hungry? And he would say, I'm good. It was always, I'm okay. And I suddenly said, you know what? I'm just going to have the food ready. This is years ago. So I would cut up fruit. That was, a, it's a mainstay in our house, you know, apples, bananas, peanut butter on them sometimes, but it's, it's done as Wendy's saying. And so instead of asking him when he walked in the door, it's there. And guess what? 
95% of the time he eats it all, right? And if I asked him, he'd say, I'm okay, right? So what Wendy's saying and what my experience has been, and again, experiment of two. I also come from, by the way, Wendy, a family of of six boys. So when it comes to eating, (laughs) you got what you got. And, you you know, (laughs) I don't share my wife when we first started dating. She said, can I have some of your cake? I said, absolutely not. You can get your own. So again, topic for another day. But don't, your kids are hungry. And as Wendy's saying, just put it out there. Just put it in front of them. Leave it. They will mindlessly eat grapes and healthier things. So let's kind of finish up there too, Wendy, is – I don't know if you get it, but I get it frequently. People saying, oh, fruit, bad for <laughs> bad for you because of the sugar, oh, right? Yes. Perfect place <laughs> to end it because so much of the food that I give my kids and eat myself is fruit. It's apples with peanut butter. There's your carbon, your protein, right? It's uh, bananas and, and cheese, all that kind of stuff you described already. So let's just end with that myth that fruit is bad for you. Like crazy. It is absolutely ludicrous. Fruit is not bad for you. Fruit is very healthy. And in fact, we should, you know, especially adolescent athletes, strive to consume at least three to five fruits per day. Um, That sugar is not bad because again, it offers fiber, vitamins, minerals, all things that are essential and that we need. Um, It's also really important to keep fruits in our diet because of our tissues, our joints, ligaments, things like that. It can be very anti-inflammatory, especially tart cherries. Um, So Fruit is not the enemy. Uh, Fruit, in fact, is a tool or a secret weapon, like I like to say. It can help you be a better athlete. It can help you be a healthier athlete. So do not cut out fruit. If somebody tells you to cut out fruit, you need to cut them out of your life. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Run the opposite direction. That is correct. Yeah. Okay, great. It's also hydrating too. Just last, we didn't talk a lot about hydration, but um, fruit is a really great way to also get in nutrition, but hydration too. Watermelon, those things are really high in water. So great things to have after you get off the ice or off the court, very hydrating. Um, Also that quick sugar to replace with glycogen stores that you've depleted. So making sure, you know, um, if you have lost weight during activity, getting in about 24 ounces for every pound loss is a great staple to remember too for hydration. Let's finish with that because it is so important. So you are, uh, you know, 80 to 100 ounces of, of water per day, pretty much close to an ounce per pound, right? Depending on on your activity level. Yeah, activity level and then training conditions. I mean, most right. youth athletes aren't in Florida sun, right? But I, I think the biggest thing, just like we go back to the concept of the basics, you know, setting goals, setting alarms on your phone that, you know, by 10 in the morning, you have 25 ounces of water or, you know, most kids these days have hydroflask. So setting a goal of having one hydroflask by 11 a.m. and then maybe the second by three in the afternoon and then the third by evening. So approximately 90 ounces. I feel like that's been the best way to get in more water for some of my kids because a lot of them just aren't drinking water. They're saying they're not thirsty, just like, you know, they say they're not hungry, but get that water bottle in front of them. Uh, parents, you know, invest in a good water bottle for your kid because they're more likely to drink water. So it, it's worth the expensive investment if you really want them to hydrate because, you know, then they don't have that excuse of, well, I don't have a water bottle. How was I supposed to drink? You know, well, I have a 32 ounce water bottle that I carry everywhere. It's always ready to go. So yeah, and, encouraging and, that. And I'm the same, like, it's the small things that make the difference. The, the behaviors I usually have, and listen, I'm really bad. There's, I don't sleep enough and I don't get in enough water. And I'm working on both of those things. Uh, the sleep is ridiculous. And I know that's a huge one for you. And I know for me, and I got the whoop band and it just makes me feel worse about myself, right? Because I'm getting <laughs> like three hours of sleep, right? It's like, I know, like, I don't need... Ah, it's a topic for another day, but, um, oh, data. right. I know more, 
reinforced, like when I got my swim thing, I'm not a big, huge swimmer, even though I do all the triathlons, you know, the swim watch just, again, reinforced how not good I was. <laughs> but that, that's all good. But when Wendy's talking about the bottles, so I will have two bottles that I know by the end of the day I need to drink, right? So setting those type of goals, as Wendy's saying, you go, okay, here's the bottle by the end of the day or the end of the practice, whatever it is, but it's, it's something that's quantifiable because it's too vague. You know, when people say, I'm going to eat healthier, I'm going to f- fuel my kid better, whatever, but try to quantify it whenever you can. And a, a bottle is an easy, easy way to do that. All right. So let me just go through, because I did, you have so many great tweets. Wendy's advice, sleep seven to nine hours per night. So as sleep, the more sleep, the better. Again, lots of water throughout the day, fruits and vegetables at every meal, people. And you are hydrating there as well. As Wendy just said, you're getting a lot of water in that as well. But you still want to drink water throughout the day as well. Pre-workout and post-workout meals. We could have talked sports drinks. Let's leave it here in that if you're worried about sports drinks, you probably shouldn't have them, right? Uh, Sports drinks were invented Mm -hmm. uh, for the Florida Gators, for guys like me, exercising, uh, you know, longer than an hour, hot, humid conditions. There is sugar. uh, There's electrolytes. Um, If that comes up, I'm a super salty sweater, but I'm doing different things. So for kids, they generally don't need that stuff, right? They just need to hydrate and focus more on the carbohydrates and the protein. Again, if you're doing multiple games, uh, adverse conditions, it's a different topic, but the rule of thumb is water, water, water. Uh, And as Wendy said, three to five quality meals per day and focus on the carbohydrates and the protein. Any other like final, what's, what if, how do you wrap it up, Wendy? What do you say to these parents that, that are, you know, confused? Well, everything that you just said pretty much is what I get after, but most importantly, nutrition is a secret weapon and it's your way of outcompeting the competition. You know, it can make you great or good. And that's truly up to you and how you control your controllables. Because what I like to say to, you know, some of my 16 to 18 year old athletes is, if you're trying to get to the next level and you're going to play at a collegiate level, everybody's good. You know, what are you going to do that others aren't willing to do to be the best? And that's prioritizing your sleep, you know, not on social media late at night, making sure that you are eating breakfast, drinking water, having quality meals, getting in, you know, quality carbohydrates, protein, all of those things. And like we talked about before we started the call too, that everybody wants to do, you know, what's hot, what's sexy, what's trendy. But the fact of the matter is that stuff, wears out over time and that doesn't produce long-term results. So it's back to the basics, people. And again, just utilizing nutrition and water, all of those fundamentals, because that's what others are not doing. So if you're going to do those things consistently, you're definitely going to be a force to be reckoned with. I love the secret weapon. And, and that's what I say to my boys. Again, we control what we can. You control what you put in your mouth, how much you move in your attitude. And the fueling part, you know, my boys, I torture them. We're watching Rocky, the original, and where he drinks the, the egg. Yeah. And I said, <laughs> I actually did that in fifth grade. That's how, that's how young and, and great. Yeah. And it was disgusting. But like, my philosophy is like the, war, the the healthier it tastes, the more I'm going to drink it be, or eat it because it's probably really good for me. And most people aren't going to do it, right? So as Wendy just said, nutrition, listen, it's not going to make you the, the elite athlete without doing the work, but it is a way to so easily differentiate and, and give you that edge that, listen, supplements even, topic for another day. We'll have Wendy back to talk about that. Yeah. But the, yeah, the, 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 the consistency of the basics and Wendy, I'm eating the same stuff today. I'm a Mediterranean type diet guy, lean sources, you know, same stuff you preach. 
but I've been, doing, I've been yeah. doing that for 30, 40, 50 years, right? That's the way I always have been. So I've never changed when it comes to my philosophy on exercise or nutrition. And that's what Wendy's saying is what you're doing today, whether it comes to nutrition or exercise, you want to be doing 10 years from now, uh, ideally, right? Those great behaviors and habits, right? And, um, and then you're going to be healthy, right? And we're not just fueling for sports, we're fueling for life. Absolutely. And one final thing that I'm trying to talk about more with people because I, I think that it's really important is uh, just the mental health of you know what's going on in today's society with the pressures and social media. But the foods we truly eat, um, are they're playing a critical role in our mental health and the cognition of our children. So if you're experiencing some challenges with your child, if they're a little bit more angry or hostile, or if they have more behavioral issues, check in with them, you know, what are they eating? Are they eating a bunch of sugary sweets throughout the day? Honestly, because those things can influence our energy levels and our behaviors and impact sleep, which translates into poor energy. So again, if we're focusing on overall health first, uh, making sure that your child is eating good foods, not again, just because of their performance, but because it is important for them to be healthy and we need to support their brain health and their growth and development. So I've just had some, um, I've had quite a few parents come to me with just concerns of, you know, my child is acting this way, I don't understand. And we're really looking at, you know, examining some of those snack choices a little bit closer and the the foods that we're consuming in between our meals, because a lot of those foods too can take away from eating a quality breakfast because if they're up late, you know, for example, watching Netflix and they're eating a bunch of cookies, they're not going to be hungry for breakfast. So that creates a whole nother cascade of events. So um, I don't want to get tangential and I know that we're wrapping up today, but parents check in with your child, you know, what, what are the snack foods you have on hand, making sure that they are good, you know, vegetables, like Tom said, having those things prepared ahead of time. So if your child wants to eat grapes and maybe have peanut butter toast at 10 o'clock at night, that's great. That's a, a really good choice instead of having you know, a bunch of Oreos or a bunch of, you know, sun chips or something that's going to make them feel like garbage and wake up the next morning, not hunger for breakfast. And again, breakfast sets the tone for our neurotransmitters for the day. So it's just so important that we just take care of every single meal and it, view it as an opportunity to fuel our bodies and our, our children for optimal health. And of course, as you were speaking, I was getting ready to, to tie it all up with breakfast and you did it for me. <laughs> but, but that's we're the thing. The <laughs> yes. And you know, my dad's a finance guy and he calls, he talks about front loading when it comes to finance. So we'll leave you with this. What Wendy just said is, and what I started the show by talking about with my boys and sending them off to school every day. When you start with breakfast, you are setting yourself up for success. So when you skip it, again, we could do three hours on this, but blood sugar levels drop and, and insulin responses, all this kind of stuff. So without getting into the science, when you front load your day with healthy foods, you are much more likely to be better mentally and physically and all that stuff. So it's not just about weight loss and it's not about the vanity. It's about, as Wendy, I love that you've you finished up with the mental side because, you know, that's what it's about. It's about being healthy mentally and physically. So easiest way to be healthy, to start, is to start your day with a huge, healthy breakfast. And then, you know, you're, the rest of your day is going to, you're going to set the tone. Um, we should do five hours. <laughs> yes, no, I love that. Can we just send that, yes. just that screenshot or that image, or excuse me, that audio to Dr. Oz? I think that he would re- love to receive that in his inbox. Oh my God, <laughs> I know. It's just, it makes me sad, but that's why we do this show. And, and I love getting to know you and I love your whole philosophy and, and just... 
Midwestern way of approaching this. And, and, oh, I love that. Yes. And let's just leave the people with that. We want you, as we started the show by saying, to be the best you, to have the best life, to be healthy. And I, we didn't even get into disease prevention and all that kind of stuff that I believe is totally tied into lack of healthy eating today. But just know that when you eat healthy, when you feed your kids healthy, and when you're a great role model for your kids, we have to do that. Life is good and control what you can. And again, I want to go 10 more hours. <laughs> so we'll just have to schedule another one, Wendy, and, and do this again. But thank you so much. And um, let me give everyone, so you got to check out Wendy and, and follow her. Seriously, if you're a Twitter person, uh, Wendy with an I, what do you call it? Underscore? <laughs> Is that the, the yes, correct? Yes, <laughs> you're right. <laughs> Underscore. Uh, I-R-L Beck. Earl Beck. Um, Wendy Earl Beck is Twitter. Her Instagram, Nutrition with Wendy, uh, un- underscore nutrition, underscore with, underscore Wendy. But just go right to her website and then it'll all be there. So it's Nutrition with Wendy, again, with an I.com. Wendy, such a pleasure. You made my day. There's there's <laughs> a small handful of people in this industry that, um, that I just love to uh, follow and now speak with. And uh, we got to keep talking like this because um, we got to help people. I truly appreciate you giving me so many great compliments. And I honestly, that, that fuels me to you know do more and to be having more conversations with great people like yourself, because you've taught me a ton too. And I truly respect you as a healthcare provider and professional and athlete. So thank you so much for having me. It's been an honest delight. And I look forward to connecting with you more. And um, thank you again. Yeah, we will do it again. Thank you so much. And uh, we'll speak soon. Have a great day. Thank you so much. Take care. Bye, Wendy. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. 
Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. And we are back. I say it almost every episode because I mean it. I, I love what I do and I love Wendy Earlbeck. Uh, this is the first time we have spoken. As I said earlier, I have followed her tweets and, and read her stuff. And she is one of these rarities and, and she's young. She's not yet 30 and I, I love her consistency. I love her uh, focus on science. And what I truly love and didn't know till we spoke is we are so similar. And I, I have to go here. Her Midwestern, as I said during the show, just nice way of she doesn't want to get people angry. And I get it. And we talked about it before we went live. And I said, you know what? I, I gotta, we gotta just record this. You know, usually I do a couple minutes with, with new people right before I record. And I don't want to speak too much prior because I want it to be in the show. But we are so similar. And it's tough. This is a tough industry because it's easy to tell you what you want to hear. And I know, and, and listen, I've got lots of five stars and, and I will ask you to rate the show when you're done, but I get it. And when it comes to the content, you could dislike my delivery, all that kind of stuff. I get that. You know, when I talk classes, you either, you either love the instructor, but I'm going to give you something to think about. You know, they talk about Howard Stern. There's a great statistic way back when that, you know, people who love Howard Stern listen like two hours and people who hate him listen like five hours a day. That's crazy. But my point is that Wendy and I are so aligned in wanting to, to tell you what's going to be the best for you. But to do it in the right way and to not offend. And listen, there's people that were offended. There's my Peloton show, all, the, all these shows that I sit and I, I think, should I, do I want to go there? And I have to go there. That's what it, fitness disrupted. And Wendy, like how many times have I talked about Occam's razor? But she talked about the simple stuff. It's, it's consistency. Of this, that's why I have these people on the show. And not just because I agree with them, but because it's, it's the science. And yes, we agree because it's the science. And it's what's worked for myself, my thousands of people I've worked with over the past decades. With Wendy now, she is so smart. Uh, again, follow her, Wendy Earlbeck. It, it's Wendy with an I, Earlbeck, I-R-L Beck. Uh, just Twitter. Instagram, I, I bring you these people not only for the show, give you the information within the show, but ideally many of them you should follow. She's tweeting out incredible advice every day. Stuff that if you do it, you will get results. But you got to do it. You got to believe it. You got to do it consistently. But we're never going to ask you to do extremes. And we're not going to ask you to do crazy stuff. We're just going to ask you to trust us that we're coming from a science-based uh, perspective and place and that while some of the messages may make you uncomfortable, that should be a good thing. 
And we're not saying you're not good parents because you didn't feed your kid. No, we're giving you the right information because there is so much bad information out there. Wendy and I talked about that. There's some really loud people screaming and, and I get really angry. And that's why, again, with the Peloton show, I'm going to go there again, but I'm going to get riled up. It's about being healthy, not being skinny. It's about being healthy, eating healthy things to prevent disease, doing exercise to prevent disease, to prevent heart disease and Alzheimer's and things like that. All of the incredible myriad benefits of exercise and nutrition, and it's all connected. So if there's one takeaway from the show, feed your kids a healthy breakfast. And by the way, eat it yourself. Front load your day. Set yourself up for success. When you fuel your body to start the day, not just your body, as we talked about, your mind. You really want to know, <laughs> when, I, when I did natural bodybuilding and I cut the carbs, you want to find out if you haven't tried yet, many of you have, the low carb, your brain runs on glucose, runs on the carbs. So hope you learned something. Hope you got motivated. If you have kids, if you don't, listen, this advice works across the board. Everything we talked about, from nutrition, from a nutritional standpoint for fueling your kids. You apply that to feeding your kids and you apply it to life. Fruits and vegetables, hydrate, eat breakfast, medium-sized meals throughout the day for many people. There's different, listen, that's, that's what I preach, that's what I do, that's what's worked for me for decades, what's worked for my clients, okay? No fad diets, Mediterranean-style diet, lean sources of protein, healthy fats, Complex carbohydrates for the most part, 80-20, have your desserts, but enjoy them. And for the most part, fuel your body with good stuff. You'll feel better when you fuel your body with good food. All right. I am Tom Holland. This is Fitness Disrupted. Please rate the show. Feedback, I love it and I get it. Listen, if I don't make you uncomfortable mentally. If I don't get a bunch of one and two stars from people who disagree with me, I'm not doing my job. And I'm not doing it just to be, you know, problematic, to be, to go against. No, I'm not going to, it would be easier to tell you, oh yeah, let's do this type of fad diet and that and blah, blah, blah. No. And that's why people aren't seeing results. So if I'm doing my job, I'm going to have a bunch of ranges of stars. I get it. I'm okay with that story of my life. Okay, but just know, as I started the show and I talked about with Wendy, we want you to be as healthy as possible. And if you want to be angry with me about the advice, so be it, but just do it. Live your best life. Control what you can, what you eat, what you put, you know, what you put in your mouth, how much you move, and your attitude. All right? Thank you for listening. Tell your friends. Tell your family. Leave a comment. Rate the show. And anything you want me to talk about, topics you want discussed, I read those comments and I will do it. Thank you for listening. Have an awesome day and believe in yourself. Fitness Disrupted is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.
Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like when the tailgate party shows up at your house after the big win. Everything's great until the hot plate gets too hot for the tablecloth. Now your kitchen's up in smoke. And if you don't have the right home insurance coverage, the cost to fix this could sideline your savings. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Not available in every state based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary. Hey, hey, it's Malcolm Gladwell, host of Revisionist History eBay Motors is here for the ride. Your elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive entirely its own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a Corolla built just for you. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places.